Today, this um, episode is about Keith and I just having a great conversation about many things. As as many people right now, there's so many things on our minds of everything that's going on in the country. And so just excuse us for a minute as we just sort of vent and have great conversation about what is going on. Ready? Born ready. Are you saying that me not voting is going to give that non-vegetarian option? Yep, because it finally shows them that nobody eats unless I eat. Because what's been happening is y'all are still eating and I'm still starving. But that's exactly what they want is you not to vote because they're going to eat anyway. These Republicans, no, no, how they how they not eating? Because the for, for, for us to even eat, for the food to even come out, for all even to happen, I'm the deciding factor. Well, how are you? Do, it's if, like if, if, the if, show is going on. No, 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 no. If, if, if all the black people decide not to vote, right? If all black people say we are holding the vote hostage. Unless we get an anti-black crime bill, like how y'all gave the Asians, right? They shot up the spas. Well, then, then you're speaking to the Democratic Party, and no, 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 I no. get it. No, no, no. I'm speaking okay. to both parties. Okay. I'm speaking to both so, because, because they both have to come together to make it happen. So we put that on the table. And we also know that for the Democrats right now, they can do it because y'all did it for the Indians. Y'all did it for, I mean, y'all did it for Native Americans. Y'all did it for the Asians, and y'all did it for some non-immigrants. Y'all, like, y'all have done it like for Ukraine. They keep sending like so y'all would do it. So now we just got shut up. Y'all see it. Y'all see the hate against us. George Floyd just died. We have that. We're going through the exact same thing the Asian community is going through. And the Asian community just got $30 million just to help rebuild their areas. Right. But how did they get it? They they after the vote. After the vote, because they're out here for they no, got no, money. Probably, yeah, you know, they you, you, gotta, you gotta listen to you gotta listen to the Saba podcast because okay. Asians and Hispanics predominantly voted Republican, but the Democrats are the ones giving them the stuff. That, see, that's what I'm saying. When you start looking at the numbers and you realize, oh damn, these Hispanics and Asians are voting majority Republican, but the Democrats are still trying to get them and trying in in lieu of their vote because they're trying to get the vote. Cool. For black people, unless unless we get that, we're not going to vote. What happens if we don't vote? The whole system crumbles, right? And everything that white women care about, which is Roe v. Wade, because black people, that abortion thing, we it's a thing, but we no, don't. Right. Exactly. So we'll let that crumble. We we already ain't been getting no money. So we'll let, that, we'll let all that stuff crumble because we already. See, we're used to not, like you said, we're used to not eating. Right. Every time it comes, we don't get no veggie options. So we've done accustomed. We don't grow our own plants. We don't, we're going to eat. I get eat. it. So then the strategy is you're saying that we should just not vote. We should just not vote. And then y'all come to the table and say, you know what? Okay. Especially the Democrats, they'll definitely have to come and say, you know what? Listen, we know we did y'all wrong. This is what we'll give y'all. And some of the stuff they have the power to give you right now. See, that's the issue. They have the power, even with the abortion thing, they have the power to write a bill and pass it right now. But they didn't. Because they're trying to use it for volleyball. And it's not, 
the the but, sad thing is this the the thing that the Republicans are great at is catering to their base. Black people are you right? Black people is not the Republican base, so they don't cater to us. But what they will do is try to do something for our vote. That's why you had so many black people voting for Trump when it happened because Trump would let them talk. But under Trump, black people got more money, more black businesses were successful, numbers and statistic-wise. Just statistic-wise. And there's a reason for that, and that's because the Democrats are the type of racists that want to like hold you down. The Republicans are the type of racists that want to beat you up. I can fight you if I see you coming. I can't fight you if, I see, if you coming from behind me with a knife. And I that's what the Democrats I just, are. Uh, but like, I, I can fight Trump. We know what Trump is. We know what he's saying. We know the rhetoric. We can, boom, we can fight straight up. If you've been in a fight, you know it's straight up. Is it straight up? I can't fight this fool sneaking up from behind me that every time I turn around, he's telling me, oh, no, nah. he dapping me up like this. Oh, no, nah, we cool. So I turn my back and boom, he stabbed me. That's what the Democrats are doing. Every time, you know, and and I understand it's so much tied in with it because it's still young people that still will go vote. You know what I'm saying? And because there's so much tied into that vote, people have been beat for it, they didn't got killed for it, and it's a lot. We ain't really recording. We just talking. Oh, yeah. I mean, but you know, it's too good of a conversation. So I didn't think you were recording. <laughs> now nah, it's too good of a conversation. You know, I had to hit before, but uh, you know, hey, how you doing? Yeah, your mom was just trying to ask. She didn't understand why. No, I told her why I don't vote. Because she was saying why... She was asking me why do people are saying not to vote. And I was telling her why. And I was I gave her a great analogy. And yeah, because I... I look, I her. used to be a Republican. I mean, I, I black was, people are Republicans. But I used to be... Yeah, like naturally so black... Naturally oh, well, we may be naturally, but naturally, we ain't naturally. We're naturally conservative. The issue is... Republican project racist. If they wasn't so racist, their conservative views we align with a lot of. Them. Right, yeah. we align with most of, them, and that's the only reason why I left. And, and that's another reason why you don't vote right too, because if you let the system fall, even on the Republican side, they're starting to cannibalize themselves. Like they now have this inner Trump MAGA community of Republicans. That ain't like the Mitt Romney Republicans. Like, mm-hmm. and the the Mitt Romney type Republicans don't like those Republicans. But the reason why you can keep all that at bay is because we're still we are still participating in this participating in this democratic process. So y'all, so, so saying, where is the move that telling everybody quit voting? Oh, it's it's out there. It's it's all on YouTube. It's and it's and it's quit voting on like the national level. Like we still gonna vote local because like your mayor is going to affect you. Like right, you but that's what I'm saying. But like, you but, don't have to check every when you go in there. You don't have to check every box. You can skip. But like these senators, that's how they are flipping vote base. How is it not? I'm gonna tell you how they flip it. I'm going to tell you how they flip it, and then we get into the pod. Okay. They flipped it because Obama, right, had a chance to pick a Supreme Court justice. Right. Everybody remembers when the Republicans was like, we're not going to let you pick. Right. Move number one that was wrong because the Democrats had all the power to do it, but right. for some reason. They wouldn't let him do it. And he had the House and the Senate. So so now, as a vote, at, as as just the same person, I have to now think that y'all are in some type of cahoots, right? Because y'all could have passed it. So we would have, if we would have got a Supreme Court justice, and I said we, I mean the Democrat Party, 
If they would have got a Supreme Court justice pick then, then that balance would have been there. That's that's the first mess up, right? The second mess up was Ruth Bader Ginsburg, the old lady. She she, she died. She died, right. And they but, didn't pick one then. But before she died, they asked her to leave. She wouldn't leave because everybody just swore up and down that Hillary was going to win. Right. Everybody thought Hillary was going to win. Right. She wanted Hillary to win. Oh, first woman replaces the first woman supreme. All this symbols instead of just getting instead of doing what Republicans doing, just play the game, play the politics. Ruth Bader Ginsburg should have left. Boom, we could. So we would have been up two. So instead of those two, who got those two? Trump got those two. And now we're where we at. That ain't had nothing to do with who we picked for senators. We did our job in Georgia. Right. We voted in the, the extra election. We put we the ones. Georgia is the reason why this, the Democrats even have what they have. Georgia, Atlanta specifically, a black city. Mm-hmm. What are we getting? We're getting shot up. And then what's going to happen? Are we going to get anything? Or are they going to try to say, y'all were shot. But then you're also going to hear Asian, Hispanic, LGBTQ. Every time they talk about the situation. When they shot up that Asian spot, all I heard was Asian, 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 Asian. Nobody said nothing about blacks, Hispanics, LGBTQ. And all I'm saying is, like, the politics game, if it's a game, then we're going to play it. And now we're at a point where, you know, you just don't play. Because we can't, you know, if if you're playing basketball and I walk off the court, there's no game. You're not going to play. You're going to play with yourself and just rack up the points. And people are going to start looking at you like you're a fool. Like, oh, yeah, I beat him. Who would you beat? He's not even here. Right. You know? That's just one side. That's the only reason why we're at where we're at because, you know, the other argument that, oh, well, your ancestors died for the right to vote. No, they did not. They died for the right to participate in the process. Right. So we're not, we're, they figured out a way to, to subvert it. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, fortunately, see, you're of that generation, but you have these conversations and you know, listen, mm-hmm. automatically, a lot of people in your generation will hear this and be like, no, y'all, uh, you said all that, but no, there's really no but. Because you're talking to people who voted. You're talking to people who right. stood out there for state statement. We're not saying we didn't, we've been participating in every part of the process. Right. But what we're not going to do, unfortunately, is what y'all was doing. We're not going to just keep doing it. Right. We're going to be done. You know, this is just a different generation. Everybody knows we're a different generation. We don't right. just work. We don't work jobs for 40 years no more. So what do you think? Right. That's true. But <laughs> we, so with, with you say, yeah, we'll vote on locally, but we're just not going to participate in this. National. Which This national, but the Senate and governor, th- those are part of the local that you send to the federal. So yeah, but when you ask yourself over the past ten years, what what has really changed for you? Nothing's really changed. Nobody in office has directly affected you per se. Well, let let me let me give you an example of what I I feel like on the other flip side that black families are not getting, like right. It's a saying, and I just realized just how bad this is mm-hmm. on our part. We have been saying from the beginning, you know, 
what president has did anything for us. And even when you say, uh, you know, if you want to say people prosper more under the Republican, I think there is more hope of the capitalistic thinking with blacks under the whites. But really, in my heart, I feel like we're like an island on ourselves. Because at the end of the day, um, at the end of the day, you I do agree that you got white people who are saying certain things. They'll put money in a certain place, but they ain't putting money there ever for your good. It's for a strategy. You know, just like those guys, Hershey Walker is dumb as hell, and they know that. But they willing to put the worst of us out there because if they can get him and he running up behind white people the way he do, they'll do it. But this is one other thing that I was going to say is um, right now, and, and I'm going to get this information for you. When they, when they used to say this, I see how bad it is now. When they say, if you want to keep something from black people, put it in a book. Oh, yes. Yeah, right, this is true because saying. what I did not know until just this year, and only because I was having conversations like this, they have put billions of dollars out there right now for black people, black, to get billions of dollars because we do not have competitive incomes to get houses. Right now, if you fill out the grant, not only you, it, it, it isn't about your credit, it's about you not being able to have money to get suitable housing. They, the United, uh, the United States Department of Agriculture, you fill out the application, as long as you pick a house in a royal area, and those royal areas include, which I did not know was royal, uh, um, Roswell, Sandy Springs, and Monroe. You can go out here and get houses. Did you know that? With I, no down payment, no nothing. I mean, yeah, I know they have a program, but it's not specifically earmarked for no black people. It's, this, it's it's earmarked for minorities. It, but this, but the the biggest part in in the minorities, they break down the percentage of this money that's got to go to this. And the only reason why I know about it, John and Winnie doing it. And they just got their papers. You're talking about, oh, it's like the NACO? No. No, this is a grant that the Democratic Party passed. And and the other thing is, we got it, the grant that we get him for my daddy's property. Now, I, I want to see that because I will say this. I couldn't I, believe now, it. I'll look at the grant, but I, I, have a, I have a hard time believing that that was passed by the Democrats. Now, I believe it's a government grant. It was I just passed during the pandemic, so you can oh, check. Oh, it that, was just well, that, might, that might be Trump then. No, I'm, I'm it, ain't, it, it wasn't Trump. It was just done in this last um, earmark. And it just came available. All you got to do is look. Look on the paperwork. It just became available. I want to see that. And this is what I'm saying. Because there's no way. Because if they did that specifically for black people, there's no way they did that. And they didn't tell us. Because they'll put out all the other bullshit. They'll give us the black Supreme Court justice lady. I'm telling you. And they won't say, hey, there's there's money. They put it in a book. And this money is there. And and I'm going to tell you another thing that I found out from being at the Russells. 
I found out through that program that I, I'm paying $125 for, the Russells have been superior at going after government money. That that has been earmarked for minorities that is left on the table. And just like right now, that money that's sitting there that was given to, to um, anybody who's suffering, you ain't got to be behind on your notes or nothing. But when we don't, this stuff comes in stacks, is reading and all of that, and we miss out on it. But the good old boys tell their boys. How do you think when they start earmarking those bills, how do they know how to apply and when to go get it? Yeah, I got, I got to see that because. I'm going to let you see it. Yeah. I just, I, it it tore me up so bad. I said, then why don't we know about this stuff? Because it, that's what I'm saying. We, you you got to have somebody out there reading. But why wouldn't they just put it out there though? If, but if that's they know, what we've been waiting on. And this is what I I swear to you. No, well, no, what I'm saying is as a as a politician, we were talking about the politics and the voting, right? Because as a politician, it's so I can't do their job for them. Right. That's something that right now Biden could have just put it out. He talked about everything else. He but had a whole they press don't secretary. put it in a book. That's they the got point. Simone Sanders is out here. She had a whole TV show. She did not mention this not one time. Okay, I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get it to you because I. I was like, but this is where I begin to see a lot of things we miss out on because we do not get in the stuff they put out there for us. Mm -hmm. Like those PP loans is just a trap to send most of y'all asses to prison because I, you go out there and get that money. Now, when do you know? When have we ever been able to pick, fill out an application and get thousands and thousands of dollars? Yeah, I mean, I think that I did it, and I got my loan forgiven and everything. I mean, I, I, what I see, what I be saying is, you, you can't do something for everybody and still think that it's specifically for us. Like I. What I'm saying is that PPP loan was cool, even what you're describing. Right. When I look it up, when you send it to me, if it's specifically for black people, right. I'll be the first one to talk about it. Right. But if I read it and I see, oh, it just say minorities, well, then that just sounds like the same thing they always do, which but, we should still we we should still take advantage of. Right. But the issue is, minorities aren't the ones suffering. We are. We need something specifically for us, like everybody else get like. Right. There's there's, there's that, that program you're describing, right? Right. So if I'm Asian, I can come under that program and I can tap into a program that's specifically just for us because they're stopping the Asian hate. Right. So now I have two pools to pull from. Right. Meanwhile, I'm black. I only got one pool. And, and everybody it, get to it before we do. Well, that one. And then the second part is, but we are going through. See, you can't. It's hard. Everything's starting to become so un unraveled and unveiled that you can't hide it no more. Like you used to be able to say, oh, well, Tamar Rice and Trayvon Martin, that's one. That's one. That's just a one-off. That's a one-off. The Asians get shot up at the spa just last year, and he saw the response. Boom. The year before that, a bunch of gay people get shot up in the Miami nightclub. Boom. You see the response. So here we are the next year, just, just about a year removed, Two times we didn't see white boys go. The first white boy killed some other white people, but he was going to kill black people. Right. That's what he stated. Right. He got off. Now, this white boy done went up there and flat out killed black people. What's going to be the response? Do we have an immediate, do we get a hotline? Like how when the feds say, hey, if you're Asian, you get beat up, call this number. 
And then what do we see every day? Like, hey, there's another person that got beat up. They call this number. Do we get a number? Do we like? Is this a, is this is this a fair type of thing? It's like when you yeah. have children, right? You have multiple children. There's some things that you know. Okay, I'm gonna do specifically for this one right. because they need it. Right. And then there's some things that like everybody gets that. something to eat. Correct. Everybody right. gets clothes. Everybody gets to take a bath. Right. You don't say, oh well, everybody's eating, but you so notice. So what do you think you're gonna end though? I mean, I it's, just, gonna, it's gonna end. So it's gonna end within the next four years. Like within this this election, the next election, and the one after that. Within these next five to ten years, is it's coming to a head. Like what? Like you have what, a lot of. What because, do you think when you say it's gonna come to a head? In what way? Uh, a couple ways. The first way is black people are going to be more. We're getting more politically sound. Okay. Obama got in and we got tricked. Okay. A lot of black people feel tricked by Obama. Okay. He was supposed to be the first black president. And then when you look at the numbers and you're in housing. I know you saw those numbers. We lost the most houses under him. And it's like one of those things that it's almost like slavery again in the sense of, you know, when they came to Africa, they see all the gold, they see all the land, they see, and then they, gave us like the Bible. Like they give you like the Bible. They have guns and it's not a fair exchange. Right. Like now we're Christians. Do you blame but you... Obama for that recession? No, 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 no. I don't blame Obama for the recession. I'm blaming us. What I'm saying is we got tricked. I didn't say right. Obama. No, you said we lost more houses under him. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying not to be defensive, but to listen. No, 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 no. You but, can, but you can, you right. can defend it. But like, right. the, so the numbers, the statistics show like, some of those loans, some of those like Fed grants and stuff that was in place under him that the Feds raised the rates and stuff. Black people didn't get the specific earmarks. That was one. That whole mortgage issue that happened when people were refinancing and then it bust, that happened under the same time. But what should have happened was an immediate response to the community that was taken advantage of. Because remember, they lost that lawsuit because it was a bunch of old black women, old black people that just got taken advantage of. There was nothing federally to support that. Right. So I boom. got you then. I can I can see. But we also didn't saying. push it though. Right. Because you know, we were celebrating Jay-Z, Beyonce, everybody singing, they're dancing with I mean, it's a black president. You right. know what I'm saying? I was on campus, I was at the HBCU when it happened. It's probably one of the greatest nights you could have ever thought of. But then in retrospect, it's like, okay, that was cool, but did we ask for something? Did we get anything? And then we get Trump, right? Mm-hmm. And then Trump is here now. It's all, you know, it was good at first because we were thinking, oh, maybe the Democrats are rocking with us, right? They do understand. Trump is a bad man. George Floyd did die. This rhetoric got to stop. So then we start asking for stuff. And it's like, yeah, yeah, we hear you. And then Biden flats out, comes out and says, well, you sh- if you don't know whether to vote for Trump or vote for me, then you're not even black. What, okay. what, what you mean we not right because you're talking to Charlemagne you think you could just say that and now we're we're politically sound black people we're not just voting just to be voting anymore you know when I did that with Obama that was like part of my first time voting because I was in college I was like 20 something yeah. I'm a 35 year old man with three kids right you know what I'm saying this politics does different from me I run a business Right. I seen my check go bigger under a Republican, and I seen it go smaller under a Democrat. But do I saw, you not? But but this is what I'm saying. Uh-huh. Like when Trump came in, his regime was reflective of Obama, not him. His work, he could not get that stuff. It don't move that. Just like right now, mm-hmm. this is a reflection of Trump's. 
Oh, I'm not. See, that's what I'm saying. I'm right. not. I'm not putting that part of the blame. What I'm saying is, but I'm just saying. But like, we're in the worst inflation ever. But no. But what, we, what we're saying is, for but some, this is because of Trump. It's, it's not just Trump though. It's not. It's not okay, just Trump so because the, the it, Ukraine is gonna. The Ukrainian war is literally going to create inflation. But that that war was something that Putin wasn't going to move on those people mm -hmm. because him and Trump was in a deal together. Mm -hmm. And Trump was going to do what he said. We don't know what that see, was. I, see, I don't want, and I don't want to get on here and sound like I'm stomping for Trump. No, no, no. I know I, it's I, not about... I, I know Trump, I know, yeah, I know Trump is a, is is that side of the, of the coin. Without, but I basically just, what I'm I, saying is, right. when, when, when I'm, what I'm referring to is a, underbed of white supremacy and racism that's on both sides. That's Correct. The, that's and I the, think we, when we have this conversation, I think we have to, to come into it with the disclaimer that we are, it is us against them, all of them, yeah. the Republican and the Democrat. So I'm not, because particularly when you're trying to have an honest conversation, mm -hmm. I, I get that. But I think what ends up happening, like you say, well, at the end of the day, when when I look at it that way, it's hard for me to see the clarity of any hope other than going back to segregation. No, I mean, and, and okay, so in in a sense, that's what not voting is because when you look at the numbers, right? Right. There there isn't a wave of Asian voters. Right. The, when you go to the Asian community and you go to like right there, like Gwinnett Place Mall, right. they have an APAC um, community like center. Mm. A lot of stuff written in their languages, but it also translate into English. Right. Everything in there is talking about economics, finance, family, culture. Right. Nothing in there is talking about politics in the sense of y'all got to vote because you know what Asians been through in this in this country to just just vote. Nah, they just get things done because. It's a self segregation. You're not. They're not segregating on purpose. They're segregating because the economic. But that's what I'm talking about. Money, but as black people, you you we will go all the way to not voting. We'll take ourselves out of that situation, but we won't do it with our money. Well, it, well, and then that's what I was about to say. So the next step, like you said, how do we? How, what's going to happen? So the next step after you stop political uh, participating in the political process, you now focus inward and you start saying okay what do we need to do right. right how do we get our communities better where where can we affect change all right let's stay local because atlanta is the perfect place to do this why we're supposed to be a black city right we can look around and see that we have the highest inflation in the country we're the second highest city we have the highest racial disparity as far as when it comes to economics and money they said it's harder for a black boy it's four it's four times more likely to never get out of poverty if they're born into poverty here in Atlanta, right, a black chocolate city where you have millionaires, thousandaires, but young black people on the rise, right? So then, how can we affect change, right? Okay, cool. Whatever they do federally, the only thing we know federal is that what you said, and I like how you brought it up in this conversation. There are grants, there are loans, there are monies that trickle down federally. Hmm. But one thing that I know is that whether there's a Democrat or Republican as a as the president. If my senator or whoever is the senator for this area, their whole thing is to get that money. So that money's gonna come, that money is gonna be there. I've seen grants be around 
since I've been in college. Wow. Grants come, grants go. So it's, I'm not worried about losing or getting a grant. That's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Boom. So since we know that, let's focus locally. Which one of these senators is actually going to go up there and make sure we get some grants? Oh, this one? Is he Republican or Democrat? It don't matter. Right. Who, who's going to get what we need? Who's going to promise to get what we need? Oh, this one? Cool. You promise? What happened? Did you get what we needed? Oh, you didn't? Cool. Next time, you're voting you out, and we'll get somebody else. That's just the political process. We don't have to be so married to the process as far as like, oh, Republican or Democrat. It really needs to be about who did something for us, right? Where did the money go? If all these Democrats care, which is it's cool. I appreciate them caring. But I don't know if you saw the reports, but all that Black Lives Matter money went to the organization and them girls bought a house. A mansion. Right. But that ain't their fault. They gave it to us. No, it's their fault because it was used to say, oh, well, Target is donating to the Black Lives Matter organization. This is Democrats showing, oh, black people, we got something for y'all. We're going to let it trickle down. But now, and black people used to keep saying, hey, this is just the organization. This ain't the movement. We have have organization. We have a legislative man here in Atlanta that could have used a couple thousand, $20,000, $30,000 grant if it were to trickle down. But nah, it's it's like fake, it's fake caring. You know what I'm saying? It's like when somebody says, oh, Miss Paulette, you got kids over there? Okay, I'm gonna bring you some food. And you wait and you wait and you wait and they show up and it's like just a little bit. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, did they bring the food? Yeah, they brought the food. But then what you end up, what you found out was there's more food in the car. Right. <laughs> Right. Hey, I'm going to go to the food bank for you, Miss Paulette. Don't worry, I'm going to go pick up the food for you because I donate to all the families. But I show up with a couple, just one plate. But I have a week's worth in my car. Right. You didn't know at the time, but now you just found out. So what do you do? Do yeah. you still keep rocking with those people? And then you find out the food bank was in cahoots. It's not like, oh, the food bank did it by accident. Oh, I didn't know this person was going to steal the money. No. You knew it because that money went directly to that account. So... Yeah. Y'all in cahoots, so what I do now? I don't rock with that food bank no more. I can't trust right. that food bank no more. Or next time, I'm going to go directly to the food bank, or I'll just shut that food bank down because they're not serving nobody no way. Right. You know what I'm saying? And that's right. what I'm saying. Like, things that aren't serving us no way, that could shut down because us as black people, like, black people, we are resilient. We come together. I mean, I don't know if you remember you remember those Trump eras. Black people was really coming together during this COVID and Trump times. Well, like, we didn't have no choice because, I mean, the man was literally saying, you know, we don't want people from shithole nations here. You know, he just being, but the alternative to that, yeah, I, I hear what you're saying, but I just feel like at this point, we just like, I don't know what, what is the, I, I really, I, I feel like rocking it, but I feel like because we just can't, unless we going to do something as effective as, you know, I hate to say it, as, at this point, I, I feel like the only visible, with all the problems that it has, with only thing that has visible togetherness that is not branching off 
into deviations of all kinds. You, you, the Muslim. Yeah, but I said the nation. Everybody. And, and That's the only one that I see because everybody else in a, getting to a point, then they say, we ain't rocking with you, then let's go over here. But one thing about it, they ain't moving no Muslim from a fair kind. Yeah, and, and I feel like, and I heard this on a podcast today, uh, <laughs> and I never thought of it like this. And the lady was saying, you know, she sends her kids to the nation's school. Mm-hmm. So somebody asked her was she a Muslim in the chat and then she was like no I'm not Muslim but you ain't no Catholic and you send your kid to that private Catholic school and I, well, I'm, I that's the, the way I fit because the, at the end of the day there they have been relentless mm-hmm. for black power yeah but then what, what happened and what have you noticed they keep pushing it but they don't participate in the they stare with themselves. Right. The, as a unit. And they and they, sell, they are a nation within a nation. Yeah. And that's and that's what I'm saying. Black people have to get to being nations within nations. Or even come up with strategic plans. Like, well, I, I would see that as more yeah. strategic than just but, pull. If we pull away, I get that. Because one thing about Farrakhan and all of them, that the issues that they have, I don't see that their problems are any more surmountable when it comes to sexual improprieties than any other religious organization. But one thing about them, their children, their men, their homes are, to me, are um, depictions of black people who are proud of themselves. I mean, right, right now in the culture, if you look at like the people who are kind of leading the culture, they have, Muslim roots like their dad or their grandpa came from the nation. Right. Then look at like, I mean, like I said, for me, no voting is the only way to show the Democrat party and the Republican party, the power again, because, you know, people seem to forget how many black people came out and voted twice for Obama. So you said you missing the nation. I remember when Farrakhan the first time around for Obama, hey, we're going to support the brother. Who knows how many votes that was? But in retrospect, when Hillary came, she didn't try to talk to us. She didn't try to give us nothing. She didn't try to make it seem like, hey, y'all remember me? It's Hillary, and I'm going to be, you know, Democrat part two with Obama. But unfortunately, you didn't directly give us anything. It became just a, you know, woman fest, woman fest. And as black men, we know. When it comes to feminist movements and that women movement, they it's lie not to black to women. Your bit, right, yeah, right. like they, they, yeah, you a woman, but they don't support y'all. They're not, they don't wear. Right, the it's pink. not about us. That's about them. It's about Be- them because it's not even our. Just like the abortion thing. I mean, I don't think the right should be taken away from women because I, I don't think you know bullshit about um, that ain't your body or whatever. I feel like if you're that worried about the reproduction of of women having children, then you make some bills for men to have their dicks um, altered where they can't put them out here. I mean, that or like, you know, see, the the issue about that part too is, it's going to become more of a state's rights. And this is what I wanted to ask you because somebody brought this issue up. Back when when your when your generation when y'all were coming up, 
it was more it was more idealistic to move mm-hmm. right like if you lived in a small town and you heard it was an opportunity even if it was in another state mm-hmm. you and your family would say hey we got a better opportunity we need to move right well it was actually my dad's generation by the time my dad when i came along it was more um homesteading where people just wasn't moving no more. That's why my dad, he traveled all over the world with us, but he would not leave Monroe, Georgia. Okay. Ever. So that's what I'm saying. It's a lot of things where it has skipped a generation, but like now it don't it doesn't make sense for black people to stay in a place that they're not prospering. Well, and that's what I was asking because I was wondering, you know, another strategic move, maybe Black people should be moving. Like, maybe we should do a... I just came from Texas. Mm-hmm. I saw all that land. Right. I saw how full the grocery stores were. Right. Like, our Walmart here, empty. Every I went to Houston, went to Dallas. Both places had a lot of land, a lot of construction, a lot of building going on. Everybody's not on top of each other. The gas is a little higher, I will say that. Mm-hmm. But all the stores was full. You know what I'm saying? You know what? And it it becomes, it really isn't, I really feel like much of these conversations, no matter where you go, it it is driven from an economic standpoint. If people, you know, when you get in a survival, thank God, even though I'm I'm still considered, I'm, I'm a mature woman, but I'm considered the younger of the mature stage. Mm -hmm. But when you're in a survival mode, you can't think like white people mm-hmm. to to see opportunities out there when you're trying to survive for the day. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We that generation with um that generation before my dad, they they were migrating like the birds of the mm-hmm. of the field <laughs> th- th- because they had to eat. They were like grazing cows who had to eat but when people found out we can eat but we may not be able to eat how we want to but we can eat and we don't have to feel with uh be uh stagnated in the fear that comes with migrating without security mm-hmm. people just they stay where they are and i had i've i had to literally do that in my generation you know, when we went broke, when this construction thing, I knew it was money in Oklahoma. Well, well I didn't know Eldridge and I sit down and found out what states had heavy construction. Mm-hmm. We found it and we moved. Mm-hmm. And it was the best move. After then, now I have no fear of that. But but I've been an entrepreneur my whole life. Everybody is not going to feel that. First of all, no, the average person don't even have transferable skills that can move from place to place. Yeah, and and that's what I'm saying. See, that's that. I guess that's what my focus is, right? When I talk to people, and I'm like, okay, what do we need to do? I, I take voting off the table because it it keeps us so wrapped up in in that game and playing over there. We're not over here playing these games, and right. we're not looking at our job and saying, okay, you know what? What's my transferable skill? I've been doing this accounting work for this company for 20 years. What black business might need some accounting work that we can partner up on so I can get their books right, 
I can get my business started. We can, it's, it's, and, it, and it's starting to happen because people see like we're starting to lose options. Correct. Because when you go for these grants, when you fill out these PPP loans, when anything that's available through us through the government, they don't ask me that I vote. Right. They don't ask me who I voted for. Right. They just say it's here. Now, it'd be different if there was a specific grants that say, you know, this is for black people, especially mm-hmm. uh, descendants of slave, foundational black people. These are your grants. This is this. this. Now, in that, red lining. If, and, they, if, yeah. they, if they had that specifically for us, right, then I could see you coming and saying, you know what, Keith? There's about 10 programs, like how the Asians got their programs right. from the Democrats. So now... If Biden leaves, the Asians have a reason to keep you in office. Why? Because right. the Republicans don't come in and take that away. Right. But for us, you think they're gonna take away that grant that your daughter has access to? Nah, because their daughters have access to it. Correct. Now, if right. it was specifically for us, I would be scared. But but, but since it's not, I'm not. It, it, and then once they right. start realizing that, then they, you know, because see, the other side of the coin is Democrats might. Give us something. Well, they not might. They're going to have to give us something because they want to vote. But then Republicans are going to start being more specific on who should be getting what. But then because of because of those federal laws, you can't just be discriminative. You can't just say, you know what, this is only going to be for these type of white people. Right. Or you might just say, you know what, this amount going to be for black people. This amount going to be for white people. And either way it go, we are going to win. We've never been. We got here. Stolen, no traditions, no history, no language, no culture. 2022, we are still here. Right. right. Thriving, surviving, building companies. I mean, unfortunately, some people lost a lot during COVID, right? Right. But then when I think about like what the elders say and they say, okay, if you want to make change, affect yourself first, then your family and then you extend the family and then your community. Correct. I think that's why you have a good perspective on it too, because of how your family is, right? Right. As soon as everybody is right, you and you see it, right? Everybody's mm-hmm. starting to get right. So now the family is starting to flourish growing out. Right. Now, right now, if the Washingtons, if all Washingtons just got on code and said, you know what, we are going to vote and we're voting for this person, boom. That's a whole family that's going to do it. Their friends are going to push it and do it. You know, it it, 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 it reverberates. But if you do it from the outside in, you as a person, you'll never get right. And you'll always be like fighting and trying to figure it out when really all this stuff is going to go on regardless. You got to figure out, like you said, what are your skills? How can you build it up? How can you get it? And then you'll look up and like me, my girl was talking and, you know, I told you about our housing, Mm -hmm. looking for a place. And then you realize, oh, it's just a game because y'all want my paperwork to say a certain thing, but y'all not looking at the numbers. Y'all not looking that we've increased during COVID. We came up during these two years. Other people are losing, but we still don't qualify. Right. You know, so what game is being played? Oh, okay. That's the. Yeah. And you see what they, you see what they did with Wells Fargo. They denied over 50% of the black applications. Just just off. Just the real, just because you were black. You know, so when you're dealing with all of that and then you're dealing with a party who's telling you that they care about you, it's just like being in a bad relationship. You know, we talk about this on the podcast all the time. I, and I was I was sort of leaning towards that today um, in my thoughts. It's funny how we had this conversation because, you know, we, we can actually at this part record it. Cause then, oh, yeah, I recorded all of it. So we really, uh, well, then that's yeah. good. I, this is a great episode. You know the the 
thing that I was saying about relationships, and I think this is where um, listening to, and believe me, I'm coming from a very conservative uh, Pentecostal household where the mentality, not my dad, my dad was conservative, but he was Baptist, but where he and my mom was in complete agreement was they were very traditional. Now, my mom and dad, when they married, they didn't have anything. Mm. But they had a very traditional outlook of my mom was the wife. She supported him. And as the kids came in, they was going to form their own unit. And But what I'm saying, because I think a lot of things, this is why it becomes very complicated the way we we have existed in the United States. There's no separation of a wholesome person when it comes to your spirituality and your your intellect and your emotional state. It's it's a it's a woven uh compound of all these things. And when you try to separate, just say for instance, if you want to say that you're a spiritual person, you are a person that that follows um, spiritual principles, and yet you're completely out of control when it comes to your physical eating habits. At some point, there's a clash in what you say you believe in and how you're living. And so the goal of any person is to, to you, you got to realize you can't be so rigid to think at all times you're going to have this complete balance because that's not feasible in the sense of there's going to be moments where one thing is going to be up and another thing may be down. That's just the cycle of life. But where as black people, where I'm going with this is um, I think a lot of all the things that are going in, it starts showing you the importance of, what the family unit has been to black people and why the the most horrendous part of slavery and all of it was bad, but the most horrendous part of it was the breakdown of the black family because there is where our strength lied. And they, and white people understand that. You know, when I was in Louisiana um, building there, I, w- I had an opportunity and I, I would just recommend anybody to, if you're down in, instead of going to New Orleans and getting drunk, go to the Whitney Plantation. When you go to the Whitney Plantation, that whole street down there is nothing but where the Louisiana plantations were. This was the first time I came into the understanding that when they went to Af- Africa, they wasn't just picking up Negroes who was running around or walking around. They had literally sent scientists and all these social uh, uh, sociologists and psychiatrists, they had sent people to study us way before. And this is why it became such a profound, ignorant thing that Kanye West was saying. You know, it was more of us than them. Why didn't we just free ourselves? Because the way we came into the United States was a system that is still in place now because this system, they went to see which tribe were the performers and the entertainers. 
Then they found the tribe that were the architects and the engineers, which tribes were the best bakers, which tribes were uh, masonry. So when they would go to Africa, they were sporadically choosing tribes from all over the country, but they was choosing you according to your skills. And so now if you watch, um, so they understood when they, when you go to this Whitney plantation, immediately when you got there, okay, when they had several architects, this, this shipment of architects, they immediately shipped you out. They shipped you out for, so you wouldn't be able to understand the other tribes and because you didn't speak their language. You were stripped of your name for the purpose because every name had a uh, meaning behind it. And when the Africans heard those names, they understood them, even though they may not have known your language. So that was an identity thing. So now we live in, in 2022, and the number one thing that, that we're fighting for in rights, equal justice, because one of our uh, young men go out here and sell marijuana, he's spending 20 years in prison. But then now a white family can go sell the same marijuana and they can prosper for years. Yeah. So when you, what I am saying, and, and what I, I want to even sort of, sort of have a, in my own way of, of reaching out to young sisters. You know, we just had Mother's Day, and I hope everybody enjoyed theirs. But the importance, you are raising a tribe. The, the importance of you got to teach your children character. You got to give them principles in which we live for, as, as a people. You know, whether it's, you know, whether you want to identify with the, the, um, the entirety of our um, people, whether you're Jamaican or whatever, you got in, in your home. You got to start creating this because as I sit here today, I, there are many things that I'm rebuilding in my life after divorce. But one thing that I ain't rebuilding at all, and neither is my ex-husband, is neither one of us is concerned about our welfare should something happen to us with the children we have raised. That is stunch strong. When their dad went into the hospital just recently, I didn't have to pick up the phone and, and uh, ask my child, how is your dad? They not only knew, they were preparing him and how he was going to live through his recovery. You know, those things are what we we got to look after because when when we begin to do that and then you sort of look, it's just like now, you know, I think when we think about all these women rights that are trying to be taken and all of these different things, a lot of that just goes down to respect. You know, it, it, it you you respecting people's choices. You know, you're going to respect and it goes back to what you're saying about your dad. Right. I mean, you have you as a person have your own rights. Yes. So nobody can there they can quote unquote take them or whatever, but there are also some things in but you have to ask yourself personally in this family, 
if that was to happen, does that mean that, oh, we're going to find out a dangerous way to take care of it? Or are we going to just buckle down and say, you know what? We have another life coming. Let's welcome in and get ready. Exactly. If that's what y'all going to do and that's what the unit is, you're, you're strong enough to do it. I, 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 I like, I like where you, where you brought it. Cause I mean, from what I heard from you, it just mm-hmm. makes me feel like I still shouldn't vote because it makes me feel like, <laughs> no, no, I'm tell you why. Right. Because you, you said something, you said that Kanye said that, Oh, it was more of us than them. So why we, why we didn't leave. Right. And it's like, I understood then because I mean, people was getting whipped all like right. physical pain right now. If we all left the plantation quote mm-hmm. unquote, and didn't vote at all, if we all just left that part of slavery and mental political slavery, if we left that, they can't whip us. They can't, there's nothing that they could, what, what would they do to us the next day? When they go and count the votes and they be like, damn, all the black areas was like zero to one. Like what is going on? But the president is still going to get elected in and they're still going to swear people in and put laws in place. But what's going to happen is they're going to actually start coming and saying, hey, what's, what will it take for you to go vote outside of them passing a law that's going to make it illegal if you don't vote? Right, and, if right. they, and if they do that, then we'll just say, you know what, well. Everybody write your name, you know. Everybody, this is the person that we're voting for. You know what I'm saying? You know it's, what? It's, and it's, I, I, it's I, I realize we got to do something different. We do, but where I am right now, I'm I'm a voter, but I do believe that where I have gotten to now, I feel like you got to watch where you put in your money, and I feel like for everything. In America, I do not believe this is a a nation as a whole that loves God. Because if you love God, you would not only not be willing to look at your brother or sister that is of another ethnicity and want to do them right. You would have a conscience of humanity like you are mindful of animals. You got more laws and more things that will be petitioned for the betterment of animals than you got people who would stand up for basic human rights. And George Floyd was a great example of how you can make the whole world pause for a minute to only go back and still see the most common phrase that I hear among a white community. I don't see color. You don't see me. You, you see color when it comes to a stop sign. You know that red stop sign is there because it's red. You know when it's a green light to go. You know when you want to choose a red rose and a white rose. But then when you look in my face, you tell me you see no color. That's the most passive aggressive way to just dismiss that I'm a, an equal counterpart. So... <laughs> I'm just saying with with mothers and we are birthing our sons and we in, in particularly I, I'm this statement I'm saying to my black sisters, you know, we got to look at these are our children dying in the streets. These are our children. We are afraid the police to stop them. These are we are the children of the 
parents that are being shot down or the sisters and brothers. And then the nation want to have a moment of silence when this should be a moment of outrage. It would not be a moment of silence if, if a black young boy went into a church and shot down all white people. And it's time for us not to, I don't know what, what else to do. I know we want to be prayerful, but at some point you got to come out of your closet. And if you, and, and for me, the only thing that I know to do is to make America know my voice by withholding my money. Because money is the God of America. Point blank. Even when those people over there in Ukraine, you, you want immigration laws. You're willing to spend billions of dollars to, to hold up a, a, a wall that will keep brown people out, but then you open the front door for Ukrainians now because they they fit uh, an imagery of what you have of God's people because you just now found out Zelinky is Jews, but when he when you didn't know he was a Jew and Trump was withholding the money, you stood behind Trump, you know. So now I am just saying that is come the time that we have to start at home and then go to the uttermost parts of the world. Love your neighbor as you love yourself, but no more loving your neighbor more than you love yourself. This has been another episode of Simply Paulette. And we look forward to seeing you again next week this time.